God said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. It is right here. You got a lot of people coming in the house of God, but they don't have any peace. You know why? Now continuing in the word with Dr. Anthony L. Trice. How about you? I don't know broke man. But a lot of these women have settled for broke men. Ain't got nothing and ain't trying to get nothing. Listen, if I'm going to marry somebody, I'm going to help you out. Find out do we tie. If he don't tie, I wouldn't marry him. Why, Pastor Try? I can tell you why. Y'all ain't going to have nothing. Because he he's over you. And if a curse is on him, you think a curse ain't going to be on you? I just helped somebody out right there. So you don't even have to have a counseling session with me. I just counseled you right there. If he don't tie, don't marry him. Because y'all ain't going to have nothing but sex. Just in case you didn't hear me. All y'all going to have is some sex. Because some brothers, some, some brothers got an issue with giving God their money. And all you looking at is how good he look on the outside. All he good for is making babies. I need more than that. I need some bills paid up in here. I need some fruit on the table. I need clothes on my back. I need a roof over my head. And all that unfortunately takes money. So as long as you keep that erroneous thinking about money when it comes to God, you ain't going to never have nothing. You're going to stay stuck. When my wife married me, at that time, I ain't had nothing because I had, I had hit rock bottom. But watch this. I had a little job, and out of that little job, I honored God. And watch this. I worked the system with that little job. Then that little job turned into a permanent job, and I kept working God's system. That permanent job turned into a dream job, and I kept working the system. Now, I ain't working for nobody, and I'm still working up. So I know what I'm talking about. I ain't just talking. But until you make it in your mind, you're going to honor God, you ain't finna go nowhere, man. You're going to be stuck on stupid your whole life because you refuse to humble yourself and take heed to what's being taught to you and work the system on the level that you're on. All this brokenness, man, is not God. Can't pay my bills, it's not God. Don't have nothing, it's not God. I'm sorry. That ain't God. Read. And if a man will at all redeem aught of his tithes. So what God is saying, if you don't pay your tithes on time, this is what's going to happen, read. 
He shall add thereunto the fifth part thereof. You know what that means? On top of that 10%, you need to tack another five. So instead of giving me 10, you need to give me 15 because you didn't pay it last time. So God, watch this. God charge interest just like the world. You know why the world charge interest? Because it's biblical. They just charge you too much. And notice their interest towards you is based on your credit score. It's based on your credit worthiness. So if they don't really trust you, they give you a high interest rate. If they trust you, they give you a low interest rate. I'm teaching up in here. So you know what God is saying? When you don't tie, you got to tack on 5%. So you know why some people can't get ahead? Because they buy. Because they have dishonored God. Y'all ready? Out of pure ignorance. Not knowing. You still have to pay for what you don't know. This is what we think. Let me put this in the back of my head and it'll go away. <laughs> okay. Watch this. It's a whole bunch of stuff you to put in the back of your head. And it's staring you right in the face. <laughs> you don't pay your, your house note and see what happens. See if it go away. Don't pay your car note and watch your car go away. The same principle applies to God. Somebody say, ouch. Verse 32. And concerning the tithes of the herd or of the flock, even of whatsoever passes under the rod. Listen at the wording. Concerning. Sound like to me it's something serious. And concerning the tithes of the herds. Read. The tenth shall be holy unto the Lord. There it is again. The tithes is holy. You know what God is saying? It don't belong to you. It belongs in the house of God so my business can get handled. That's what he's saying. Y'all hear that? Read. I think that's it, Pastor. That's it? Okay, Deuteronomy 14, verse 22. This is a hard pill for some folks to swallow. I got some water. You can have some. You ever try to swallow a pill? And you need something to push it down? <laughs> Ain't no sense of getting sad because we talking about money. Don't you need some money? Try and show you how to get some. Oh, stand up. Stand to your feet. I just got to stand to your feet. Now, you need to understand this. God told me this morning to explain this. Before you can declare some of your life, it has to be a corresponding action behind what you're saying. I can say money come all day. If I'm not giving tithes and offerings, it's just words. You know when the words come alive? When you have an action to back it up. Come on, say money. Money. Cometh. cometh. To me. To me. When? Now. We pulling it in. Say money. Money. Cometh. cometh. To, me. to me. When? Now. Come on, say money. Money. Cometh. cometh. To me. To me. When? Now. Come on, have a seat. After that last one, we gonna shout.
We're going to do it a couple of more times before we leave today. But, but, but God showed me that he said it has to be an action behind your declaration. I can say this all day. It's just really empty words. You know when they come alive, when I have an action behind what I'm saying. Watch this. Deuteronomy chapter 14, read. Thou shalt truly tithe. Thou shalt what? Truly. Underline truly. What does truly mean? Sincerely. Y'all see this wording that comes with tithing? So this ain't nothing to take lightly, but people have, over the years, have taken this lightly. Listen to some preacher who tickling their ears. You ain't got to do this. Well, that's a man. We hearing from God this morning. We ain't hearing from no man. We hearing from God. Thou shalt truly what? Read. All the increase. I said this last week. Wherever you find tithe, the word tithe, you're going to always find the word all. Because God means he wants all of your tithes. Read. That the field bring it forth year by year. Know what God's saying? If you tithe consistently, I'll bring a harvest for you every year. In other words, I'll give you a continual harvest if you tithe. Watch this. Read. And thou shalt eat before the Lord thy God. Thou shalt what? You know what eat mean? When you eat, don't you? Ain't it the joy that come that we eat? <laughs> huh? I said, ain't it the joy? Why do you think we eat so much? Because it's the joy that comes with eating. So God said, listen, read that again. And thou shalt eat before the Lord and, thy God. In other words, you will feast before me. I'll, put a, I'll spread a table before you. And whatever you want is on the table. We, a lot of people are living like that. So a, lot, a lot of us limited. I, I want something to eat, so what, what I got in here? Some pork and beans and hot dogs? Because you're limited. But, but, but when you bless, you got a variety of stuff to choose from. That's when you, now, it's a blessing to have pork and beans and hot dogs. It's a blessing. I'm not minimizing that. But I'm saying God wants to bring us to a place where we have more than pork and beans and hot dogs. That's my point. You done had pork and beans and hot dogs Monday through Friday. That's all I'm saying. What about something else? That's all I'm saying. All these limitations. Read. In the place which he, have, which he shall choose to place his name there. Watch this. Tithing will position you. It'll bring you to a certain place in life and God said, I'll put my name on it. Y'all hear that? Read. The tithe of thy corn, uh -huh. of thy wine, Read. and of thy oil, and the firstlings of thy herds, uh -huh. and of thy flocks, that thou mayest learn to fear the Lord thy God always. That's the problem right there. You know what's wrong with the body of Christ? People don't fear God. You know why you don't tithe? Because you don't fear God. And, and I'm not talking about being afraid of God. I'm talking about respecting God. A lot of folks don't respect God. Now watch this. You got to be disrespectful if you rob me. That's disrespectful when you're robbing somebody. Watch this. You have to be disrespectful to rob somebody. You, you kick down my door and come in my house? That's disrespectful. 
and that gives me the right to blow you away. Y'all talk back to me. You kick my door in. I got something for you. Because that's flat out disrespectful to kick somebody's door in and then bodaciously come in their house to rob me. I'm taking you up out of here. Or, or somebody going to kick your door and you just sit back and say, come on in. Now that gets the adrenaline going. And you got to be out of your mind to come in somebody's house. Especially when they're there. I'm trying to bring out a point. Read. Is that it? Okay, so one of the problems with a lot of people in church, they don't fear God. They don't reverence God. They don't respect God. Okay, where are we at? Genesis 28. 28, 20. God ties God's way of doing things. You got to honor God. God bless me with a job. For what? What you going to do with it? So you, you know what God does? He gives you a little something to see what you're going to do. He testing you to see how you're going to act. God, I, I'm learning this about God. He don't just give you something big overnight. He give you something small to show you where you at to see what you're going to do. And then when you pass the test on that level, then he'll increase you a little more. And then, and then if you pass the test on that level, notice I said if, then he'll increase you a little more. A lot of us want to go from here to there. And you ain't even been proven down here. The Bible says when you're faithful over a little, say little, he'll make you rule over much. You got some folk want to be over a lot and they can't even handle a little. That ain't how God works. That's why so many folks are frustrated and impatient because God don't work like that. God takes you through a process. You don't go from the kindergarten to the 12th grade. It's something that happens in between. God testing you. He trying to see what you're going to do. Because we know we can act a fool when we get some. That's not correct language, but you understand what I'm saying. You ever seen a black person that got something they ain't never had? They act like an N-I-G-E-R when they get some money. It ain't everybody, but most of us. And broke in six months. You know why? Somebody say why. Because they have not been developed to have what they got. When you go through a process, you get some wisdom. The Bible says sometimes you got to become a fool before you become wise. You ain't got no wisdom. You're going to keep bumping your head till you get some wisdom. All right. Where we at? Genesis 28. Look at this. Read. And Jacob vowed a vow. Saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on. Now watch this. He made a promise to God. He said, God, if you be with me, if you keep me in this way, and if you give me some food, and if you give me some clothes, read. So that I come again to my father's house in peace. Here it is right here. You got a lot of people Coming in the house of God, but they don't have any peace. You know why? They're oppressed. And you know why they're oppressed? Because of the lack in their life. And it frustrates you for me to keep telling you money coming, God going to bless you, and it ain't happening. That's frustrating. That's frustrating. That's like an empty promise. But when you start obeying God, God is obligated 
to come through for you. He's obligated. And God don't lie. And we, we quick to say that don't work. That, where God at? He where he's always been. Amen. On the throne. Watch this. I, I feel this right here. Let me ask you a question. Is Jesus Lord over your finances? I'm asking you a question. A lot of us, Jesus is Lord. Is he Lord over your money? Let me explain it for you quick to ask. We quick to ask him. This is what he means. If he tell you to write a certain amount, you won't question that you would do it. If you ain't living like that with your finances, he ain't Lord of your finances. Jesus, Lord, write a $500 check toward the building front. You say what I say, I'm going to say it again. If he tell you to write a $500 check toward the building front and you don't do it, he ain't Lord. I'm trying to, see, we be saying stuff and really don't understand what we're saying. I asked the question, and some of y'all answered without listening. I said, is Jesus Lord over your finances? If he's Lord, that means if he tell you to write a certain amount, you will do it. Amen. Want me to tell you why? Somebody say why. Because you realize what you got ain't even yours. You, why, can I serve notice on you? You don't own nothing. Yes, I do. You don't pay the taxes on your house, they're going to take it. Watch this. Yes, I do. You own, okay, die. And see what you own. The little money you got in the bank, that little car you got, them clothes going to somebody else. We don't live our life like that. We, we, we like this. We don't want to let go. Nothing. We, hold, we got a firm grip on everything. Hi, Jesus, Lord. That's why when something happens to your house or car or your wife leave you or something happens, you lose your mind. Y'all got quiet on them. That's why folks lose their mind. That's why people backslide when something happens. Because they saying he Lord, but is he really Lord? Because if he Lord, it don't matter what happens, he's still Lord. You know what Lord means? Ruler. And a lot of us ain't there. Stop lying to yourself. Let your wife leave you and see what you do. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to go and get a bed with another woman. <sighs> Let your husband leave you and see what you do. Um, I, I wouldn't dare cheat. Let your husband die and see what you do. You'll be in a bed with another man. Y'all quiet on that one. But Jesus Lord, is he? Y'all quiet as a mouse. It's easy to say that when that person laying next to you. It's easy to say that when money in the bank. But what about if all the money leave? Can you still shout then? That's why it's good to go through stuff. David said it was good for me that I was afflicted. It's good to suffer. So when hard times come, it don't move you. Yeah, a lot of these folk with a silver spoon in their mouth ain't went through nothing. And the first sight of trouble, they out of here, man. Because they salvation ain't in God, is in stuff. Most of the people that come to church, they coming to get something. They ain't coming to give nothing. They coming to get something. My needs. What about God needs? That's the mentality of the modern day church. Most people in America that's in church now, they ain't coming to give God no praise. They ain't coming to give God no worship. 
They ain't coming to give God no money. They coming to get something. That's the mentality. So when God allows some things to happen to you, as a result of your motive being wrong for coming and doing what you do, now we don't see you. As long as God is blessing some people, they talk about God. I wish I'm saved. I love God. But watch when God lets you have a little turbulence. I'm tithing, but I'm having some turbulence in my finances. I ain't tithing no more. Because you're not a tither. Turbulence ain't got nothing to do with me tithing. Y'all quiet. I'm talking some real stuff. But that's why you see how the atmosphere shifted. Because we need to stop lying ourselves. Read. Then shall the Lord be my God. Is that it? Verse 22. And this stone which I have set for a pillar uh-huh. shall be God's house. And all that I shall give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. You know what Jacob said? God, if you do what I'm asking you to do, after you do it, I'm going to make sure I come and honor you with 10%. That's what God is saying. So why do you want to be blessed? Ask yourself that. Do, do you want to be blessed to honor God and to take care of your needs, or you just want your need met and bump God? That's the mentality of a whole. Let, watch this. It's even some preachers like that. Ain't giving, they asking you to do something they not doing. I, I never ask you to do something I'm not doing. I paid $500 this morning on my building fund. Th- that's why it ain't no power. You can tell when somebody got power because they doing what they saying. If you saying something, ain't no power behind it, that's a clear sign you ain't doing it yourself. I lost some folk right there. Last scripture, and I'm going to let you go. Matthew 22, 22 and 21. Can you worship God with your money? That's real worship. How you raising your hands and you stealing from God? Are you really worshiping God? No. Remember in Genesis, God told Abraham to offer up his son. You know what God called him? A seed. God called it a seed. So you know what Abraham did? He took his son and walked up the mountain, tied him up, took a knife in his hand, and get ready to kill his son. God say, offer him up as a sacrifice. And you know what God, in one scripture says, give me the thing that you love. God was testing that heart. He said, give me the thing that you love. So Abraham put his son and his son looked up at him and said, Father, where's the, where's the, the, uh, the, the, the sacrifice? That's it. And, and you know what he, he, Abraham said? God will what? God will provide. I'm just going to do what he tells me to do. See, we want to figure out how he's going to do it before we do what we do. Guess what? Say neighbor. neighbor. He'll, provide. He'll provide. Just be obedient. So watch this. When Abraham drew back the knife and he was ready to kill his son, God spoke, said, Abraham, Abraham. Stay thy hand. Then you know next verse he said, Nah, no. 
Folks say this. God know me. He sure do. God know me. He sure do. He know you cheap. You know what God know about you? He know you stingy. He know that. One of the ways, y'all ready for this? You can tell whether or not you a giver. Y'all ready? If you got to give something, you feel it, you ain't no giver. When you can write a check and you feel a liberty, a freedom, that's a clear sign that you're a giver. Want me to tell you why? Watch this. When a person exercises on a regular basis, first time they start exercising, this muscle is sore because they ain't used to doing it. Watch this. But then when you keep doing it, the soreness leaves. You know why? Because you're consistent. If you don't give consistently, every time somebody challenges you to give and it's time to give, you feel it. Watch this. I'm going to help you out with this too. If you're not giving the amount that you're supposed to give, you don't feel it. You only feel it when it's what's required by God. I know I miss some folk right there because this is what we do. I'm going to tell you the deception and give, the deception and giving. You came and gave. Everybody saw you gave, you gave, but did you give what God required? I said, did you give what God required? When you start giving what God required from you, you feel it. But when you keep doing it and keep doing it, you don't feel nothing. So I could come and drop $25 in here, but you were supposed to get $2,500. But you gave $25. No, you ain't feel that. But I guarantee you, if you ain't never gave $2,500, guess what, baby? You're going to feel that. You know what David said? I never come before God empty-handed. Watch this. God said, with such sacrifices, I'm well pleased. It ain't costing you nothing. It ain't no sacrifice. I lost some folk right there. You got some folk been in church a hundred. You got some, don't get offended, some mothers in the church get a same $10 a week. Got a whole bunch of money saved. But they come and get a little $10 and you doing God a favor. Been in church all them years and ain't got no revelation. Watch this. I'm done with this. Matthew 22, verse 21. Read. They say unto him, Caesars. Then said he unto them. Now this is Jesus talking. Look what Jesus said to them. It's in red. Read. Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's. Caesar represents the government. So you know what? Je this is Jesus talking. Give to the government what belongs to the government. Read. And unto God the things which are God's. What belongs to the government? What belongs to God? Notice both of them start with a T. I'm sure this is a revelation. Jesus said, give to the government what belongs to the government. This is the difference in man and God. Man don't trust you. So they take your 
taxes out before you get it. God giving you an opportunity to trust him by doing it freely. So what Uncle Sam saying, I don't trust you. I know what you're going to do. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create a system where before you even get your money, I'm going to take out my part. God said when it comes to me, you got to do it by faith. Ain't nobody going to slap you upside your head. Ain't nobody going to twist your arm. I want you to willingly do it. And anytime we, we are given the freedom to do something. Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant for Life Christian Center Church. I got some exciting news. I just dropped a new book entitled Integrity, the Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This book will help you understand the importance of being honest before God, being honest with yourself, and also being honest with other people. Hey, I've counseled people for the last 18 years, and one thing I have discovered that people have a problem with being honest, and they have a problem with having integrity. This book will help you to understand how important it is to have integrity before God. I discovered why Job was so abundantly blessed by God is because God was able to trust Job. And when God is able to trust you, he'll give you the world. So please go and order my new book, anthonytrice.org, to order my new book, Integrity, The Missing Ingredient. It'll help you understand why God was able to bless Job the way he blessed Job. All right, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Flawson, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.